What is up, everyone? It is your host, Aaron Candace, once again with an episode with the Mamie, Chris Tercius. How you doing, bro? Good, brother. You know, happy you know. as always. How are you? I'm doing good. Just got done with class, so yeah, yeah it was kind of boring, not going to lie, but you know, I got to do what I got to do. You got to do what you got to do, man. Pretty you much. You passing or are you failing? No, I'm passing. I pa- I'm passing on my class right now, so good, good. I'm good. I got like... All A's and one B, so All right. yeah, I'm trying to, trying to, I'm on the hustle, but <laughs> we're not talking about hustling and education and stuff, but we're talking about football and soccer, and let's just get into it, let's and just it. go, let's go, first game, we have Torino versus Inter Milan, which Inter Milan won 2-1, to one. Um, Inter, they had a lot of chances in this game, and yeah. it just showed that they, you know, that they're the top team in the Serie A, and they just continue to, you know, build their lead and i'm happy for them that they're on top of the league right i agree um like you said they had a lot of chances um in the i think all the chances or majority of the chances came in the or the goals came in the second half didn't they Mm -hmm. yeah the first half it was like as if neither one neither one wanted to score really yeah (laughs) i mean they were just pretty unlucky but then um um you know ended up uh putting them away uh lantaro martinez had a nice header that he cushioned to the back post um but yeah good for milan they're in they're still in first place uh no signs of slowing down so and yeah. they're uh you know creating the the gap between them and milan and the other team so yeah yeah it's good for them you know they're obviously the only they're not in europe and anything like that so you know it's good that they're maintaining their form and yeah that pk that latoria had in the box the freaking they yeah, it was a clean pre K, but that was just a bad tackle. It was yeah. like, yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> why right. would why would you do that? Yeah. Like you know you're not gonna get the ball and you just tackle a Martinez on the edge of the box and right. it's a PK. So. He was like trying to turn, right? And he mm-hmm. got like he had a knee to the to the butt cheeks exactly. or something. But um but yeah, it looked pretty painful. And then uh it was Lukaku who tucked it away. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, Lukaku on the score sheet and Lautaro, you know, the deadly duo up front for Inter. Uh, always nice seeing both on the score sheet. So good for them. Good win. Yeah, it's a good win. You know, like we said, they're still on top of the table. They're extending the lead against Milan and Juve and all those teams that are behind them. And it's just impressive every week. They just seem to just keep their top form. And it's just impressive, in my opinion. And I'm glad that Inter Milan is back on the map. Yeah, exactly. Um, good to see them. Uh, even though it's just the city, yeah, it's not like they're in Europe or nothing, but uh, it's good to see them back to, to winning ways and, you know, placing into where they should be. Um, I wish we could say the same for Ace of Milan. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, good for, good for Inter. And yeah, man. Yeah. But I don't think they'll let, I don't think they'll let this slip, so. Yeah, they better not let this slip or else we're going to be looking like idiots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we look like idiots, but hey, <laughs> we move, we move. But on to the next game, which was Cagliaria, Cagliari versus Juventus. Cagliaria. My bad. I, bro, these Italian Cagliari. Names, Cagliari, yeah. These Italian <laughs> names be weird sometimes. But we got Cagliari versus Juventus. Um, Juve winning 3-1. Cristiano Ronaldo with a hat trick. Yes, sir. We, well, he scored a header. Mm-hmm. He scored off a counterattack. And he scored a PK. So yeah. a, traditional, a traditional Cristiano Ronaldo hat trick in right. his 30s essentially but exactly. you know it just makes you question you know i got a question like where was this against porto right no i agree Cagliari, uh it looks like it, he you know he's obviously i think it was more of a he was fired up for this one um obviously you know the critics were were after him especially in uh, in, in italy talking about you know is, is ronaldo even you know, did Juve make a, a smart decision going with Ronaldo or if they're going to let him go next season? Is he leaving? Is he staying? Um, is he too old? You know, so I think he was fired up for this one. Um, a game too late, in my opinion. Um, you know, obviously they would have appreciated this a lot more in, in Champions League than against Cagliari at the weekend. But uh, but yeah, Ronaldo actually could have gotten sent off also. After he scored, scored the first goal, he won, uh, I believe Chiesa ended up playing a, a cross and he like, cleared the goalkeeper in the face and that was like in the 14th minute or so and uh yeah um if that would have happened you know he definitely would have not scored those uh he wouldn't be able to complete the hat trick but but yeah he was fired up for this one just in my opinion a little bit too late um you know Juventus the reason why is that Juve is to win the Champions League not to score a hat trick and win the Serie A um for Juve so yeah that's what I think yeah I feel you on that to be honest like even though, like, Juve dominated this game. Yeah. They, you know, stats showed it. When you watch the highlights in the game, it showed it. Um, but it's just, like, 
I guess the inconsistencies of Juventus, mm-hmm. um, how Pirlo approaches each game, I think it's just an inconsistency. Even though, yes, it's his first year, right. we understand new manager, um, it's going to be getting used to. But in my opinion, if you know you want to be amped up for a game, they should have done it in the Champions League, like you said. Sure. And if Ronaldo, like like they played, Ronaldo played the way he should have played in the Champions League, yeah. get in the box. Stay in the box and just finish chances. That's how what you're prolific at right now. Right. And I don't know why he didn't do that in the Champions League. He was drifting more into the middle, trying to get the ball and distribute. Yeah. Um, that's not his stop. That's exactly. not that's not Ronaldo. Ronaldo probably back in like 2015, 2016. Yeah, you can do that, mm-hmm. and that's what he was good at: getting in and checking in. You know, having defenders pull call out and you know getting people in behind, but. Now he's 36 and all that. And yeah, the, you know, there was a bunch of headlines about, is this the end of the Ronaldo era? Right. Is this the end of Ronaldo as we know it? Is he going to go to Man United? Is he going to go to Madrid. PSG, Madrid, <laughs> and all this? And I was like, relax. I'm right. like, it was just a champ. It is, it's a game. It happens. You're not going to win everything. But right. yeah, in my opinion, if he should have been more amped up for the Champions League game, in right. my opinion. But I'm glad that he was amped up for this game mm-hmm. and just to prove everyone wrong right it was a good response um and some of the and you know and the issue with that too is you know after i feel like he some players just can't win you know whether it's ronaldo messi the top players um like even ourselves like we're asking ourselves where was this during champions league it's like you know these poor guys can't get a break um but that's how it is when you're when you're the star athletes everyone um when you know when you're Messi or Ronaldo, everyone relies on you. Your team is like okay. Your team feels uh, another you know sense of confidence when they're on the pitch because they have those big names out there with them. So, um, so yeah, uh, Ronaldo hat trick. You know, good for him. But what can you do? Yeah, what? Um, out of the Champions League. Um, and yeah, I don't know if he's. Uh, do you think he's staying at Juve? You think he's leaving? Because you know I've heard reports about um, you know him apparently going to or trying to go back to Madrid or if that's even a good option or him going to Man U, so... In my opinion, I would want... I would like to see him leave, but in my opinion, Juventus is going to try and reload and I think they're going to try it again next year. Yeah. And if, you know, if he stays or if the board can persuade him that, hey, if you give us one more year, maybe we can work something and maybe he can stay, but, you know, if other teams are building up you know on the up then i think and he sees that i think he's gonna leave yeah you know it, yeah. it just depends on how the board in uve per are gonna persuade him and how other teams around in europe are gonna be chant are gonna you know act in the transfer market in my opinion. right yeah how they they develop and stuff like that how they look next season because mm-hmm. if he sees like main united getting let's say main united gets that like Holland, you know, right. Holland. imagine Ronaldo and Holland together right. with Bruno Fernandes in behind. Ronaldo's gonna be like, obviously, he wants to go to United, right? He's and gonna that'd be cool. That'd see be him cool. Go back at United. That's where I. That's where I like them a lot. So obviously, everyone knows I'm a Messi fan. Um, we're a little biased because we're, we're Barca fans. But when he was at when he was at Man United, I, I thought you know I still think he's a great player, but I actually you know enjoyed him a lot more because he wasn't at Madrid, you know. Hmm. And since he left and went to Juve, I feel that as well. <laughs> it's just that rivalry, you know. Um, but yeah, it'd be cool to see if he goes back to Man United. It'd be great to 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 go back and see where you know see him back at the club where he really made his name, um, or started his uh, his uh, his status as as one of the best players in the game. So um, that'd be cool, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, that would be cool. But we'll see what happens with him in the summer and how Juve, you know, play the rest of the season and if he wants to stay. He's going to stay. We'll see what happens. But yeah. on to the final game that happened, which was one of the games that we, you know, gave for the predictions, <laughs> was the was Milan versus Napoli. Napoli winning 1-0. Um, very unconvincing for Macy Milan once again. It was just yeah. like, I thought Milan was going to come out more assertive. Right. You know, just playing in Europa League and you face Man United, you type 1-1, you should have probably won that game. But... You know, I thought that was going to give you confidence and all that, but they just didn't look good this game, in my opinion. Yeah, they didn't look uh, good at all. <laughs> um, Napoli looked like they were having the, or had the better of the chances. And, uh, you know, like you said, you, you would expect Milan to come into this game trying to close that gap in, uh, at a, 
you know, close a gap to uh, to Inter, but just weren't able to do it this game. And this is one of those teams, you know, uh, Napoli, one of those teams that's trying to fight and, you know, get a place into Europe, whether it's Champions League or Europa League. Um, and, yeah, those are one of the games that anything can happen and anyone can slip. And AC Milan, again, just like you said, unconvincing. And Politano with the, with the game winner, the 1-0 win. Um, good for Napoli, but just not good enough for, for Milan. Yeah, good for Petrusso because even though he's leaving at the end of the season. Yeah. So, um, you know, good palm for this They're out there in fifth. They're tied for fifth. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so they're in the hunt for that UEFA Europa League spot. But, yeah, AC Milan, I thought, you know, Inter, won- Inter did play later than them. No, they played earlier than them because Inter played before them. So they knew Inter won their game. So I'm assuming, knowing that Inter Milan won their game, yeah. you know, you would come out and be more, you know, assertive and, you know, go for the three points because you need those three points in order to close that gap between um, yourselves in first place. And it's just crazy because... You know, they didn't start, even though Ibra didn't play, they started Rebic and um, Theo Nenez didn't have a good game. Um, yeah, a lot of players just didn't play well this game. Yeah, and Rebic got sent off at the mm. end as well. Um, but yeah, it's crazy because uh, even, so now, Inter has, has, you know, so it's it's a pretty big gap now. Inter Milan's in first place with 65 points, Milan's in second with 56. So, I don't know. It's And then you've got... Juventus right behind them with 55, then Atalanta 52, Napoli and Roma are tied um, for fifth at 50 points. So if anything, it looks like, you know, Milan should be worried more about not making Europe next season than catching up to Inter. So, and it's just crazy because a few weeks ago they were they were sitting in first with a decent gap, you know, it was like a four or five point gap and unfortunately they let it slip and now Inter just taking charge. And that's the issue I think with this year as well with, you know, the crazy schedules and playing in Europe. You know, just a lot of players are fatigued, and the games are more consistent. Um, you know, it's like it's like every two to three days you have a game is what it feels like. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I guess their only hope is to 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 knock off uh, Man United in the Europa League, and hopefully, you know, have a good run at that and win it, so that that so that they can uh, um, have that Champions League spot next year. Yeah, we're on that, and you know, AC. You know, we saw how they were playing early. I think I feel. They play better, like I said earlier in one of the episodes. I feel like they were playing better than what they expected. Yeah, you know, at the beginning of the season with um, Ibra in his form and Rebic playing good and the whole team just playing well. I think they were just playing better than what we anticipated <laughs> yeah. from them. And it was just, um, yeah. Now they're just showing their true colors, and right. you know, they're a mid-level team. They're not too crazy, but right. just a mid-level team. Show me a true color. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> nice weekend song, by the way. Check that out. Off Lovely Boy. song. Lovely song off Starboy. I love that album, by the way. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, just interesting. You know, top of the Serie A is getting more intense. Juve has a game in hand. You know, they can jump Milan, go in a second. Yeah. And they can, you know, the only team, in my opinion, that can really close the gap between Milan and Inter, between Inter and the Scudetto, is Juve. Right. Because Juve, if they just keep winning, they, they're on Champions League anymore. Right. All they have is the Coppa Italia final. Mm-hmm. And if they just keep winning, they can slowly close that gap between them. Right, it's funny. It's like Juventus and, and Barcelona are in the same boat right now. Both knocked out of Champions League in the same day, and both trying to, you know, both have their uh, their uh, Copa Italia and Copa del Rey finals, and trying to close the gap on whoever's in first place. So pretty much, pretty um, much. But yeah, um, again, just not good enough for Milan. And like you said, you know, they're showing their true colors. I feel like. Um, but they did look pretty good against Man United, which is surprising as well. It's like, you know, with the players they have too, and you know, it's a lot of the the same issues with a bunch of these teams. There's their consistency, consistency, um, it just isn't there. You know, a lot of inconsistent teams, which allows you know, different different league leaders, you know, in different in different leagues. But but we'll see. I don't think Milan's gonna catch Inter, and if anything, you know they're they're in damage of falling short for Europe. So yeah, I agree on that. But yeah, that's it for the Serie A. Um, go follow our Instagram page. Little shout out. Um, so the we'll give to the predictions and the <laughs> contest we have. We we'll get to that in the prediction section before we make our predictions for this week. But yeah, you know, go follow our Instagram page. We're always live on there, trying to get you um, the best content we can. We've been uploading a lot more, so. Definitely follow our Instagram page. It's the Kernos and Tercius Podcast. It's fire. Definitely go check it out. Give us <laughs> so, 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 and Tercius Podcast. 
follow, like the pics, and you know, keep a lookout for anything that we post on there. We yeah. do uh, giveaways and a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, you never know. What, you never know what's gonna happen there. But yeah, we move. So switching up, going to the cha- to the Premier League. Um, so the big game that happened this week, which was the North London Derby, Arsenal versus Tottenham. Arsenal winning two to one. Ah, man, man, that Verbona goal was just Oof. insane. What a, what a way to start the scoring with the Verbona goal by Eric Lamella. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just Tot- Tottenham, I don't know what was going on. Um, Arsenal, they didn't have a bombing in the starting lineup. And they just, Arsenal just looked dominant that yeah. entire game. The whole game. The whole game from yeah. start to finish, but minus maybe a little bit in the like in the stoppage time. But other than that, Arsenal looked dominant the entire game. Right. Um, it was funny because um, it was a Smith throw hit the crossbar um, early on, and then you know unfortunately Son get got hurt and had to get subbed off. It looked looked like a hamstring injury. And then Lamella comes on, um, and yeah, he was impactful. I think he was only on the pitch for for about ten minutes or so, and then he uh, ends up scoring the Rabona goal. And oh my gosh, just the the quality of, and it's not the first time he's done it all, uh, either. He's done it in the Europa League as well. I forget mm-hmm. back when I think it was like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. It's probably like twenty thirteen, uh, fourteen maybe. I, I don't remember. Um, yeah, guy ends up at White Hart Lane, hits the Rabona, same with the left foot, same post, um, you know, far post, and you know he did that this game between the legs of Thomas Partey. I, I literally was watching the game and I was going crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, what did I just witness? That was just absolute filth from Lamella and uh yeah after that they possessed for a bit and then after literally it was I want to say they had the ball for like about you know throughout the whole game probably like a five minute span besides that Arsenal had the ball the entire game and just made them look uh foolish and and yeah I remember Cedric hit the post shortly after Lamella scored and then uh good for Odegaard he was able to get on the on the score sheet right before half and I think that was really important for them too to be able to tie it uh right before halftime, you know, it's a different, um, you know, second half, you you look into it differently, it's a different pep talk from, from Arteta at half, you know, and it worked out for him. Yeah, it worked well, and the penalty that um, Davison Sanchez gave up, eh, what, would you call? what would you call? In my opinion, it, I don't think that's a penalty, that was kind of soft, Yeah, there was a lot of soft penalties this week, but that was kind of soft in my opinion, you can, go, I can see why it's a penalty, but right. in my personal opinion, it didn't look like penalty. He whiffed the ball completely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, you he missed the ball. The ball is going out of bounds, and you know, you yes, you hit him. But I understand cleats up, and you know, you hit him. Yes, I understand. But right. yeah, I wouldn't call a penalty on that. And then, but yeah, I just wouldn't, in my opinion. It was a lovely pass from from Pepe though. To mm-hmm. to it was it was actually unfortunate that that didn't end up in the back of the net, and that Lacazette whiffed it because the pass he gave him was was perfect. It was mm-hmm. it was right to his feet. Took a he took an awkward first touch and then what was more awkward was the whiff mm-hmm. and then Davison Sanchez you know he thinks he's gonna get you know fully connect with the ball uh, he thinks like Azed is so he sticks his foot there and then when he whiffs it he just connects with with Sanchez's foot uh, I agree soft penalty but I, I like you said I can see why it's a penalty but in my opinion it's really really soft so yeah that's just you know how I feel it but yeah Arsenal in my opinion just looked. They had more chances. They had more possession. They were pressing to, um, Tottenham throughout the whole game. They right. were pressing them high. Um, Harry Kane got unfortunate with the free kick at the oh, end. Yeah, off the hit post. off the post. Yeah. And I thought the second one that he had, I thought he was going to bang it. I was like, oh, yeah, my. Yeah, I didn't stop his time, too. I was like, oh, yes, he hit the one off the post. So I was like, he's going to bang this one for sure. Skies it. Yeah, skies <laughs> it. It was just... You know, just it just didn't look convincing from Tottenham. You know, it's a you know I know it's a derby and all that. You know, Bale got subbed off for who did he get subbed off for? Um, I forget. Oh, it wasn't Sissoko. No. Sissoko came off for um, who was Sissoko? And Dumbele. Um, uh, pretty sure Bale got subbed off for uh, oh who did he get subbed off for? But Bale got yeah, subbed anyways. off. He wasn't playing well. In yeah, my he opinion. wasn't doing anything. He was just standing on the white wing, just doing you know lollygagging yeah. just didn't look in the game the best thing he did was he played that pass to Reguilon um, mm-hmm. from the goal yeah you know across the field but besides that didn't really do much yeah but you know it just didn't look good Arsenal just looked like the better team in my yeah. opinion it looked in my opinion that game reminded me very similarly of when Tottenham faced Man City you know how Man City was high pressing them they were going after them and yeah. it looked I think Arteta came with the same strategy that 
Pep did in that game. High press, just getting them in their half, just getting the ball possessed in it. Because, you know, I just hate how Jose doesn't use his talent to his advantage. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I just don't like it. Because he has so much talent. He has Kane, Sun, Bale. You would think they would be more attacking and more high press, but he just right. sat back. Oh, I th- did, uh, did, was it, uh, did Bill get some off for Deli Ali? Was that who he got oh, some I off? I think so. I believe he did. But anyways, yeah, like you were saying, there's a lot of, there's a lot of talent on that, on that Tottenham team. And there's, and there's, and it's, and it's not just Jose Mourinho. There's different managers out there that have a lot of talent and, you know, this, it's, they just don't have a system in place or it's not their, you know, sort of football that, that allows them, you know, those players to shine and to really, you know, have an effect in the game. And and, and it's a shame because, you know, it's, Tottenham's a, a decent club, you know, with, with good players, like you just said, you know, they have Kane, Bale, some guy hurt, but, you know, Lamella's pretty, he's inconsistent also, but, you know, you got all this talent and just very incon- unconvincing. Um, and yeah, Liverpool, uh, excuse me, not Liverpool, uh, Tottenham's in eighth place now. And they're pretty. They're not too far from from the top, but I don't know if they play like this, you know, against the big teams, then it's gonna be a shame because you know, even in Europa, they're still in Europa League, but they're starting to play tougher teams, stuff like that. So we'll see how how they look in Europa. But it just has to be a lot better than today. They have to move past this, figure out a way to 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 figure it out and how and how to. Beat a team when players aren't better than you, but you know the style of play is is definitely more efficient than yours. Yeah, I agree on that. But yeah, let's you know hopefully they can improve them this weekend and they do something in Europa and you know let's just see how they do in the Prem because they're like I said they're in eighth place. You know it's close between to get that last Europa League spot and even the last Champions League spot's gonna be yeah. tight. So. We'll see how that turns out. A lot of teams are dropping points, so... Exactly. So, on to the next game that was in our prediction, which was Man United versus West Ham. Yawn. Absolute sneeze fest. It was 1-0 Man United, but it was an own goal by Dawson. Dude. An own goal. Literally, this game made me want to go to sleep. It right. was... Man United had so many chances. Yeah. Could not finish nothing. Mason Greenwood couldn't finish. Right. Rashford couldn't finish. Rashford couldn't put his headers on target. <laughs> yeah, he was just skying them. Yeah. Or just putting it straight at the keep. Yeah. He was just straight at the keeper. And Super West strong. Ham, surprisingly in this game, West Ham had zero shots on target. Dude, West Ham was terrible this game. They were absolutely awful. They didn't start Lingard. I'm shocked yeah, that Yeah, no Lingardinho, man. No Lingard. Your boy. Yeah, I'm shocked that he didn't start him, even though he was in such good form. Yeah, he was in amazing form. And yeah, we were just, just you know checking the stats. And yeah, West Ham, zero shots on target. You know, that's unacceptable against when you're in fifth place yeah, in the yeah. Premier League. And now in any league, you're fifth place in the Premier League, and you're not, you can't even produce a shot on target. Right. And that's just crazy, in my opinion, now. They literally were just trying to get them on the counter, and yeah. it was just not working. It mm-hmm. was just, Man and I was just shutting everything down. Yeah. And, you know, this game was absolutely boring. Nothing really in it that made me want to watch it, unfortunately. Um, cause you know, like, like we're talking about, this is number, this was number two against number five, you know? So you're thinking it's going to be a better game than what it really is. And, and it was not, unfortunately. And that happens every now and again, but yeah, there was just nothing, just nothing special. It wasn't like, uh, one team was, was not shining the other or anything. Well, I guess you can say Man United since West Ham didn't have any shots on target, but it wasn't anything too special. There was no... I guess you want to say the pizzazz, or we can get we can say pizzazz. There was nothing in this game that was special at all. It was just. A I don't even want to talk about it. Anymore. It's a bad. It was. Yeah, it was. Just, <laughs> we're just gonna move on. It was that boring. We're just like, okay. I thought this game was gonna be like we said. It was gonna be more entertaining, but yeah, it was just literally. My dad. I think my dad fell asleep during this game. Yeah, I, my dad was watching this game and he fell asleep. And I wouldn't be. So, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think my my sister so my sister it was my, two of my sisters my dad and i that were watching this game and my sister and my dad took a nap while watching this game <laughs> so that's how boring this game was if you want a reference right 
But yeah, uh, on to the last game that happened on Monday, which was Wolves versus Liverpool. Liverpool actually winning a game right. for once. They won two in a row. Right. Ooh, they're in form. All right. Bringing 1-0 uh, against Wolves. Uh, Diego Diogo Jota scoring against his former team. Against his former club. Former yeah. club. Yeah, so yeah, Liverpool actually looked pretty good this game. They had so many. Salah, I don't know what's going on with Salah and Mane. They just oh, made so gosh. many easy chances, man. Yeah. They just can't put anything on target. Like they, it's sad because they they get themselves in the in the goal scoring opportunities, but in terms in terms of finishing, it's just really really bad. Um, and Jota's goal wasn't even the best of strikes either. Um, unfortunately, Rui Patricio Patricio should have. I think he should have saved it, but he was already diving one way basically, and it was hard for him to go back the other way. Um, but yeah, um, Liverpool is getting chances, and good to see Fabinho in the midfield again for another um, second game in a row, um, and not playing center back anymore. But um, but yeah, it's just uh, they need to f- work on their sh- on their finishing. This yeah, is... their finishing has been off. Like yeah. Mane and Salah, they get a lot of one on one opportunities, and they yeah. get it behind so often that you expect them to finish. You know, from Canada last season, they were finishing those like it was nothing. But now you're just like you see them, and you're like, what happened? It's like they're like in like a sophomore slump or something, you know. And, and it's like you have such a great year the the year before. Um, you know, you win the Prem, you know, you blow everyone away. And then this season, it's just, you just can't, you know, put anything away, unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, they're able to actually close the gap a bit. And uh, it's a good one for them because now they're just sitting in sixth place instead of, what were they, like eighth they're or four? Yeah. yeah, so uh, moving up the table, only a couple of points behind West Ham um, to get into fifth place. And not too far off from Liverpool, excuse me, not Liverpool, from Chelsea either. Um We've got five points, so yeah. So it's you know it's nice to see Liverpool, you know, slowly getting on a roll once right. again. But yeah, um, you know, we uh, later in the game when Rui Patricio got yeah. knee in the face, I feel I was like, whoa, that, yeah, that was, was crazy. Yeah. You know, he got stretched off. Obviously, it was okay. Yeah, hopefully, obviously, we hate seeing that. And you know, it was accidental. Obviously, center back didn't mean to knee yeah. him in the face. It was Cody, right? Cody, yeah, Cody. Cody, Cody. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we were just you know we feel bad, you know. Hopefully he makes a full bone recovery. Nothing bad happens to yeah. him. But yeah, it was just crazy. And this isn't and the first time it happened either to a Wolves player. It happened to Will Jimenez earlier this season. And that's been a big blow for Wolves also because that's their number nine, their goal scorer. They've obviously been missing him this season. So for that to happen to your goal scorer and your number one keeper as well, your starting goalkeeper, just keeps getting you know worse and worse, unfortunately, for, for Wolves. But... Um, you know, hopefully both of them can fully recover and get back on the pitch as soon as possible. Because, yeah, Wolves need them. Yeah, because they're good players. I like um, Riley Mendez, you know, Riley Mendez. And he's I like Rodrigo. Yeah. yeah, he's a straight baller. But yeah. he's from Mexico. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, you know. Mexicano. Mexicano, but yeah, it's just, um, yeah, you hate seeing that in football. And, you know, it just sucks. Yeah, unfortunately, it sucks. it's part of the game. Yeah, it happens. Know. It happens. But, you know, it was a good game. Uh, Liverpool played well. Wolves, they had chances. They almost had it up in the yeah, like, freaking Fabio Silva. Yeah, Fabio, off his shoulder, bro. If you would have connected that with your head, you would have, you know, been the hero. Exactly, yeah, youngster, eight, point. youngster, eighteen year old Fabio yeah. Silva. Yeah, he missed a cup. He had a lot of wide open headers that went straight at Allison, and I'm yeah. surprised he didn't put it in the corner. He's still young. Yes, he's eighteen, but you're you get subbed in, and you're expected to you know finish. Right. And, you know that's what you're supposed. You know you're paid for, but right. you get subbed in for. You know, even though if you're young, you get subbed in to, to make a to make a difference, and unfortunately, he wasn't able to do that this game. Yeah, it's just crazy, but they because they could have won, they could have either won this game or you know at least tie it, in my opinion. But yeah, it's just crazy how um, you know could the result. Yeah, it's just crazy because they could have won this game, and it's just crazy to me how you know Wolves they get themselves in a good situation, <laughs> and then they always end up messing it up at the end. Mess it up, messing it up. But hey, that's just the game of football for y'all. But also, um, also having the Premier League, Chelsea and Everton dropping points. Yep. Chelsea tying against Leeds, Leeds, mm-hmm. and Everton losing against Burnley two yeah. to one, which is shocking because Burnley's in fifteenth place yeah. and Everton is fighting for a great Europe. win for Burnley. <laughs> great win for Burnley, but Everton, this is the, literally the worst thing that could happen to you. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you know you're in top of the table, you're fighting for that last spawn in the Champions League and Europa League and you know you drop points now you're in seventh place and they would have knocked off uh, West Ham they would have been sitting in you know comfortably in, well not comfortably but they would have been sitting in, in, in fifth currently and yeah um, 
Burnley ended up getting the two goals, and McNeil had that beautiful uh, left-footed uh, strike top corner. If you haven't seen it, check it out on YouTube or something. It's, oh my gosh, it's lovely. Yeah, it's a banger. The spin and everything on the mm-hmm. on the on the goal was 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 outstanding. And then uh, Calvert Lewin could have actually tied the game as well. He get he got one back, and then I think it was in the I wasn't I'm not 100 sure it was in the 90th minute, but uh, right before the game ended, he had another header that he just put wide, and and that in that you know in that scenario. With Calvert Lewin, you would expect him to finish. So, not not good for Everton. Yeah, especially in the form he's been in this season, you expect him to finish that. But yeah. hey, you yeah. know, unlucky for Everton and um, and for Chelsea too. They had a uh, you know I didn't know no, but both teams hit the crossbar a couple of times. Um, it was a great game from from the goalkeepers. Really, um, Mendy had some great some great saves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melier had some great saves as well for Leagues, and you would th- and. Kai Havertz had a lot of chances this game too. He had like two. I want to say he had two clear chances that unfortunately they're on his weaker foot. Um, if it were on his left, he definitely would have put him away, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, Chelsea dropped points, but still haven't lost the game under Thomas Tuchel. So yeah, which is crazy. That brings it up to thirteen. Yeah, yeah, thirteen, like thirteen. You know, undefeated streak, which is impressive. Um, but yeah, and then Man City and Leicester picking up points. Uh, Leicester beating Sheffield five 0 so your boy Inacho <laughs> yeah, trick. I know Kalechi Inacho actually scored a hat trick in the Premier League. Right, that is unheard of. He had some bangers on there too. <laughs> I know he did, ones. which is shocking. Yeah, Perez had the uh, Perez. Jose Perez had the uh, I think it was the second or third goal, and then uh, um, what's his name? Ethan uh, Appendu Appand, whatever his name is. Oh, the, I know the loney from about. from Chelsea. I always butcher his last name, but uh, center back unfortunately puts it in, his, in, the, in the back of his net. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh, the other game, Man City went three 0 Sergio Aguero scored a PK, and this was his first goal of the season. Wait, Sergio Aguero has not scored this entire season. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. And he scored a pen. Well, that's because he's been out with an injury. Exactly, so. injuries, COVID, and stuff like that. So it was fourteen months since he last scored. Um, scored the third goal was a PK. Um, and then uh, Gabriel Jesus scored the second and the first one it slips my mind who scored but Man City you know good win for them beat Fulham who's in a, who's in relegation zone but you know they started on the bench with uh, you know, De Bruyne uh, Gundogan players like that so um, threw in some subs in there like Ferran Torres you know who good for them they, they're able to get it done uh, but yeah yeah just impressive you know obviously you're seeing Teams drop points. You're seeing a lot of teams, you know, inconsistencies in Europe and all, you know, in all the competitions that are going on and the amount of games they're playing, how it impacts them in the league. And it's just interesting how you can see in the Prem how this is pretty much affected right. them. Well, besides Man City. Man City is the anomaly. If that's <laughs> right. Man City is just dominant everywhere. They have so everywhere. much depth. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Man City is just... <laughs> the anomaly out of all these teams because you can literally start their B team and they're probably better than the majority of teams A teams. So Exactly. Exactly. So you, would, uh, you can literally have their B team and they'd probably finish top four in the Prem. Probably. <laughs> probably. But hey, that's just how Pep Guardiola moves. That's yeah. how he moves. He's the GOAT. He is the GOAT. He is. <laughs> but that's for another discussion. But yeah, that was it for the Prem this week. Now we're switching up to La Liga. Um, La Liga. Liga, the fit, the best league. Well, one of the best leagues. One of the best leagues. Yeah, but uh, first game that happened was Real Madrid versus Elche. Real Madrid winning 2-1. to one. Um, Yeah, it just feels like Real Madrid always play better when they're trailing for some reason. Always they can better. always finish. They can't finish. It's so irritating. It's so irritating because <laughs> you always see this with Madrid. Whenever they trail 1-0 or right. 2-0 right. down, as soon as that happens, they just start scoring, right. and it's so annoying. Right. You're thinking, you're like, oh, you know, for us as Barca fans, we're like, oh, bad, they're dropping points. And then they always end up coming back and winning, or they drop points by tying, but still end up, you know, getting one point at least. So it's so it's irritating because, you know, obviously um, Madrid and, and Barca are trying to catch up to Atletico, um, and I want Madrid just to drop points completely so that they can be out of the race. And it just... Barca going behind Atletico. Exactly, exactly. But, hey, you know, Elche, they had a nice... That was a nice header. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, so they had a nice header. And then right before that, too, they they were protesting for a a PK. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, lovely cross in. Clear header. Um, Madrid was playing zone for whatever reason in the box. And that just allowed Elche players to go in there and and take full charge, put it in the back of the net. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then Benzema... Yo, literally, I think... 
if Real Madrid did not have Karim Benzema, oh. they would have lost this game. Yeah, they wouldn't screw because Benzema literally scored both goals and they were both brilliant goals. The second one was beautiful. The second one was, was absolutely rolling. clinical. Yeah. You know, he gave, um, it was a one-two between him and Rodrigo. Rodrigo, yeah. Rodrigo hit it back with his with his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Nice, little, nice little pass. And, uh, and then just one touch finish with the left foot. Lovely. Off the post. Off the post. And it was Just the inside of the post. Yeah, I like Kareem Benzema, but He's sadly good. he plays for Madrid, so I, right. I don't like them. There's a lot of players that, that, that have quality on that team that you know, unfortunately, I'm not the biggest fans of because of what what do they play for? <laughs> that, that's how it's like in football. You, you know, mm-hmm. you like some players, but any sport really, any pretty much any sport. But <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just shocking. You know how Madrid they have to come back every single time. Right. Every single time Madrid get down, they always have to climb back. Right. It's always that like before, even before the Elche goal. They didn't really have any clear chance besides Benzema missing a one-on-one that yeah. he hit wide. The left footer, yeah. The left footer. But other than that, they didn't really have any clear chances. Right, I agree. Um, they didn't look too great, but at the same time, you know, Madrid's strongest part of the field this season, uh, it's been their midfield. And they were uh, they're arresting Modric and Cruz, you know, looking into the uh, the Champions League uh, second leg against Atalanta. So they had, uh, they had Isco and Valverde on the pitch with Casemiro. Um, obviously, different players, you know, you got your most consistent guys on the bench. So I think that's the reason why. And then obviously, um, good to see Sergio Ramos back into the, the starting 11 um, after injury. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with Atalanta. But, um, but yeah, they didn't look too convincing this game until they had all players into the game. Yeah, I mean, so. they, subbed, they subbed on Cruz and they subbed on Modric yeah, into the Cruz game. Yeah, Cruz and Modric, exactly. And, you know, they obviously created an impact in the game. But, yeah, it's just like... I don't know what it is. They always play... I don't even know what it is. It's just like, they have chances, but they can't finish. Until you get to the 80th minute, and then everything right. comes in. Everything goes in. It's just like, what, what really? It's just so, like a dramatic finish. Essentially. They're just like, <laughs> you know, we didn't... Pur- they, I think they purposely don't score until the very end. Right. It's and like, like, oh, we're going to lose. Psych. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, that's why I hate it. I hate it, but... Yeah. Gets our hey, hopes up, and then we're like... Oh. Yeah, because I was... I didn't, they didn't even look good that entire game until the last time. I actually had chances too. And this is a team that just got out of relegation zone. And, you know, we're trying to, are not playing to stay in the Liga. So, you know, those teams are coming out hard and, and, and they're not afraid, uh, you know, afraid to, to play because, you know, it, it's it's literally in their hands. It's not, well, it's not entirely in their hands to, to, to stay in La Liga. So they're trying to do the best as they can. And unfortunately for them, you know, they were up for a majority of the game. Well, not majority of the game, for, uh, for a good part of the game, and then, you know, they just let it slip at the end. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, just unfortunate. But, hey, it is what it is. What That's can game you of, do? What can you do? What can you do? And on t- speaking of, of top of the league, we got Atletico Madrid, Hatafe versus Atletico Madrid ending in nil-nil. Yes, sir. Man. And Hatafe got a red card. Yeah. And uh, literally, I think... I don't know what's wrong with Atletico Madrid. They can't finish nothing. They had so many chances this game. So many chances. So many chances that, you know, you're thinking, all right, they're going to put one away once all the balls are going in and, you know, ticketing players at the end of them. But just couldn't finish. They had one goal that was uh, uh, ruled off sides. Oh, no, it wasn't yeah, off sides. Out, out of bounds, yeah. Uh, Marcos Llorente played the ball in. Jao Felix gets in the, in the end of it, puts it away. But, you know, when you, when you look at it, the ball did go out of bounds. And then... Um, Neom, yeah, reckless challenge on on Lodi, yeah, he could have yeah. broken his leg, and the guy's like protesting, he's like, I didn't mean to, it's like, bro, you clearly stepped on Lodi's ankle, and you could have definitely injured him, and uh, it was a, it was a good record, in my opinion, mm-hmm. so, uh, but yeah, for Atletico Madrid, not good enough, and on the other end, Hitafi could have gotten a PK as well, mm-hmm. so a lot of things that happened in this game, and, and, and if Hitafi would have gotten that PK, and if they would have converted, they could have gone away with this win, but... Uh, but yeah, because they threw in Dembélé also um, to another attacking uh, attacking player to try and get the goal, but it just didn't happen for Madrid in this game. Yeah, it just really you know didn't work out for Anthony's favor, and I feel like if Suarez doesn't Suarez is the main player, and if he doesn't score, then it's just like they don't really have another second option in my right. opinion. It's, it's either just Suarez or Llorente scoring, and that's it. That's it. And then they, other than that, maybe Jao Felix, but other than that, you really 
rely they rely heavily on Luis Suarez to finish. And he had a chance at hit off the post mm-hmm. at the very end. Yeah. It it was a curler. That was at, lovely. That was lovely. Because yeah. usually in Barca, I remember he scored a goal yeah, like yeah. that. He did that against Sociedad one time with his with his uh, obviously this game was with his weaker foot, but on the Sociedad game it came off his right foot. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Same it was a similar layout. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's going in and hit off the post and went out and I was yeah. like Oof. But yeah, they just you know, Athletic Madrid they didn't look convincing again. It's just like these champions Real Madrid and Athletic Madrid didn't look convincing going into the Champions League games that happened in this week. Right. And it's just like, what's going to happen? How are they going to play against these teams that are, you know, they're still pretty good. Yeah. They're in, you know, you're facing Chelsea and Atalanta. They're no teams to sneeze yeah, about. They're not soft teams. Yeah. Exactly. They're teams that are high in, the, high in their leagues and... You know, just unconvincing. Yeah, and we'll see what happens because, you know, that's what... Even the team... Atalanta's more of like a Porto, in my opinion. And you see, you saw what they did to the Juventus and knocked them out. So, if if Madrid doesn't have the... Even though they're going into this game with the 1-0 win, if they don't play... Um, if they don't put away chances, uh, anything can happen with Atalanta. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're facing some easy teams, you know. Hatafe, they're not... You know, they're a mid-table team. Um... LHA relegation level team, so you should be expecting to dominate these games, and both of them did not play as well as you know we expected. Right, and I agree. Yeah, it's just crazy because you know that's how it is sometimes. But you know, hopefully they can step it up. Hopefully Atleti can step it up big time in Champions League because they're down one nil and they're going mm-hmm. away at in Stamford Bridge. So it's going to be interesting how they're going to play, and yeah, we'll see how that goes. And Another game that happened this week, which was the Sevilla Derby, mm-hmm. which was Sevilla versus Derby. Seville yeah. Derby, which was Sevilla versus Betis. Uh, Sevilla winning one nil. Yeah, not gonna lie, there was nothing that really happened in this game besides yeah. besides the one goal that and the series scored. The series, yeah. There was no really clear chances from either side. Yeah, the only thing that really stood out for me was probably a, a PK that could have been called in the first half for Betis, but. Besides that, nothing, nothing too special. You know, it was a. I thought it was gonna be more of an interesting game because obviously Sevilla's in fourth. Betis is trying to get into Europe next year. They're like in sixth currently, I think. So I thought it was gonna be a more interesting game. Uh, Fekir had a couple of chances, but um, just skied them both. And then at the end of the game, he had a couple as well in the second half. But uh, but yeah, didn't look too good. And yeah. the CD had another, you know, a chance as well. New second defender. And then he tried curling one to the far post and completely missed. So kind of a kind of a boring game. It was more of like a like a West Ham like the like the Man U West Ham game. In yeah, my opinion. yeah. When you you know two big teams and it just didn't live up to the expectation that you think that it's right. gonna have. And that's exactly what happened in this game. Like I saw, I was like watching and I was like, this is very similar to the United West Ham game. Because it could have gone the other way, you know, for for uh, for both games, it could have been really entertaining games, you know, with with the high scoreline, but. Nope. Nope. Late opposite. Not this week. Not this week. But yeah, we just want to tap into that because you know it's interesting. It's a derby. It's a derby, so yeah, to talk about it a little bit. But to the main game, to one, it's a Barcelona game. Yes, sir. And so yeah, I love it. And we won four one against last place Huesca. Last place Huesca. Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta win those games. Yeah, we gotta win those games, and we showed out and we dominated this game. Yeah. Messi with two absolute bangers. Mm-hmm. Anton Reason with another banger and. Um, Minguesa scoring his first Barcelona first Barcelona goal. goal. Congratulations, Barcelona. mate. Congratulations, Minguesa. You, you know, you're an awesome center back. And yeah, he's actually stepped up. You know, that's a good thing too. We also had uh, some some injuries this season, um, especially in the back line. And um, TTB and un, you know, as unreliable as he is, it's nice it's nice to see uh, Minguesa Araujo, um, who actually got some minutes this game as well. Um, he's been out with the, with the injury as well. So some good signs from this Barca team heading towards the end of the season. Players are getting back. Unfortunately, Pique is still out. Um, but yeah, it was a good win. Good, comfortable win for Barca. They went up uh, 1-0 off of that phenomenal Messi strike. And then if and then shortly after, Griezmann said, Oh, shoot, Laporta's trying to get rid of me. Let me hit a banger as well. And could have arguably it's arguably better than Messi's goal. Check them both out also. Um, absolute bangers absolute filth yeah and then um a super soft pk yeah that pk was extremely soft that i think that's the worst call that's happened this weekend you know and we're not saying that as barca fans if you haven't seen the challenge on for for huesca's pk you should check it out it was super questionable not a pk in my opinion yeah not a pk literally so the ball was driven across and 
Rafael Mir. Rafa Mir. Rafa Mir. <laughs> was, you know, he missed the ball, and Ter Stegen put his hand on his shin guard, right. and he just falls. Right. And we're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, he just, like, dives, and they call it PK for that. Yeah, the commentators are even saying, like, what What was called? What, what happened? <laughs> exactly. I was confused, because I was looking, I was like... Right. That's I was like rewatching. I was like, "That's the PK that they right. called." I was watching it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna call this back, not a PK." And then when you see that it stood, I'm like, "What?" So interesting. And then Rafa made unfortunately karma bit him in the behind. <laughs> there was a, there was a chance he had this game where he, he it was the most awkward thing. It was harder to 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 miss than to make it. And you know, I guess karma's a real thing. So. Yeah, literally, <laughs> um, one of the West players chipped the ball to the back post right. and literally the ball is at his head like he if he stood there the ball was at <laughs> his head the ball hit his face and literally it if it hit his in. face it would have gone the goal but no <laughs> he jumps up and with the right shoulder like tries to pop it right. and push it in the goal and it goes over the cross over the crossbar <laughs> and lands on the net you're like what and i'm like oh my god yeah oh my god i will terrible, terrible. i literally was laughing i was like yeah, this dude too. just missed that I, I was just in utter shock, to be honest with you. I was like, how did he miss? I'm like, dude, literally, if you didn't jump, you, it was going to hit you in the face. Right. It would have gotten in. Even exactly. It happened. But no, he tried, making it, uh, tried being fancy with it. Didn't pay it off. And, you know, kids, it's uh, just put it away. Yeah. D- don't do anything <laughs> special. Just if you're in front of the goal, score. Just get it over with. Because right. they were down 3-1. That would have made it 3-2. and made it a little bit interesting. But... Yeah, Barcelona just dominated this game, and mm-hmm. they look good. Even though, yes, they it was a good day for Messi. They did have some flaws in the back, in my opinion. Yeah. But obviously that can be fixed because they didn't, you know, obviously training and all that stuff, you know, and they can fix it. But, you know, it was a good day for Messi. Yeah, a great day for Ta- Messi. Ties Xavi no, with most appearances. 767. 767. It's a lot of games. That's a lot of games with Barca. Yeah. That's a lot of games. And it was a lovely tribute that all of his former team, or current and former teammates, um, made for him. Yeah. If you want to check it out too, it's a nice little four minute video. You can look it up on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, really nice. Good yeah. to see him. Yeah. Um, and next game, he's gonna obviously surpass that. So yeah, that's a crazy record. That's a crazy record. And hopefully, he stays to continue breaking it and all Let's that. Let's hope. Fingers Let's hope. Let's just hope. But. Yeah, that, and, you know, it was good for Barca because Atleti dropped points, mm-hmm. and they're four points. Four points. Four points yeah. behind Atletico Madrid. So it's definitely doable that they can definitely win the league. Right. And, you know, if Atleti, in my opinion, Atletico Madrid has a harder schedule than Barca for the remainder of the season. So it's going to be interesting to see how they, you know, how it's going to pan out. Yeah. They, uh, they obviously, you know, play Chelsea and they play Alaves, but then, you know, they've got really tough games back-to-back. Um, two teams from Seville, Sevilla and Betis, and then later down they got Bilbao, and then Barcelona, Sociedad. So things aren't looking uh, too easy for them at the yeah, moment. So, so it's gonna be hard for them. You know, I think they have a harder schedule than any of the three teams. You know, race. You know, contending for the top four. Well, unfortunately for us, we both we still have to play Madrid, Real Madrid, and Atletico Madrid. So that's gonna be tough for us. But you know, if the if Barca you know continues to play the way that they've been playing and and don't drop and uh you know you know they might go into these games looking as the favorites which will play in their advantage as well um but they just gotta you know take this little push that they have right now this forward momentum keep building on it and uh yeah we just gotta keep getting points and hope the other ones keep dropping points so i agree on that i agree on that well that is what happened this weekend now onto the predictions for the Champions League Part 4 Four already? Part 4, yeah, it's 4th week And for the predictions that happened So the contest that we had um, Actually one person got very, very close to winning. So close So close And it was my little sister, Alexis Karanos (laughs) Plays at Raffer University Check her out They're a pretty good team Um, Yeah, she literally missed the Napoli AC Milan game By... She guessed one nil to Napoli, and they Napoli no. She was two one to Napoli, mm-hmm. and Napoli won one nil. So thankfully, we saved our money on that. <laughs> she got the Arsenal game right, and she got the United game this right. Guy. And I was panicking. <laughs> I was so worried. It's I was like, like, no, not my 50 I was like, not on, not on the first, on the very first one that we ever do. <laughs> 
I did not expect it to be that close. And I was, you know, but that's what you love about football because it's nerve-wracking. We need more of you guys to uh, to comment on, you know, on our Instagram page. Give us your predictions so that we can make Aaron lose his money over here. Exactly. You want to take <laughs> – I mean, I've been telling people, and I'm like, Are, you can take my money for free. Right. Yeah, you want yeah. my money. You can take it for free. Just follow the Karen's and Tercius podcast and guess your score line. Right. It's a free entry, so. Let's empty this man's bank account. Exactly. So you can try and <laughs> empty my bank account. I'm betting – my money on the line, but we're not doing it for this one during the week. We're doing it later right. on, maybe, yeah. maybe in the weekend or maybe next week. Yeah, we can do it next weekend, or next this weekend, weekend or something. Next weekend, we'll figure something out. But stay in tune. Follow the Karen Satursi's podcast to stay, you know, keep up to date, and we'll let you know on there. Yeah. But onto the predictions yes, sir. for this week, we have the first one being Real Madrid versus Atalanta, which Madrid has a. 1-0 advantage. And so, here's some facts. So, Madrid has progressed from 8 of their last 9 UEFA knock, knockout ties winning when they've won the first leg away from home. But last time that happened, we all remember that. Ajax mm-hmm. versus Madrid, 4-1. Ajax punished them. Punished them. 4-1 to one at, at Bilbao. So, this will be the second time Atalanta have faced a Spanish <laughs> opponent away from home in a European competition. Um, so Real Madrid have won 11 of their last 12 games against uh, Italian opponents in the Champions League. Um, Atalanta are on the longest current run of away victories in the UEFA Champions League, winning each of their last five games Atalanta? away from home. Atalanta. Wow. So that's some scoreline to think about. And Real Madrid are winners in their last four home games in the UEFA knockout stages. Mm. So, Chris, tell me how this is going to go down. Oof. This is tough. This is a tough one. Um, I don't know. I hate saying it, but I think Real Madrid might advance. Really? To be honest with you. So what you going to guess? I'm going to go with another 1-0 Real Madrid. Oh. They got one. Ramos back in the back line. Benzema... You know, obviously, it's coming off the off coming off the brace. Uh, but Atlanta did have a, gr- a good game over the weekend. They beat Spezia. I think it was three one. Mm-hmm. Um, Muriel scored a, a worldie as well. It can go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta comes to this game and wins it. At, and wins it also. You know, anything can happen. But I'm gonna go with. Uh, I probably go with a one nil Real Madrid win over Atlanta. But right. deep down, I do want Atlanta to to beat oh, Madrid. All right. All right. All right. So. This is how I'm going to see it. So, you have a strike force. Duvon Zapata, healthy again. Duvon Zapata, healthy. Mm-hmm. Muriel, on fire. You have Gosens, been playing well. I feel like it's going to be like Juventus versus Porto. Ooh. I think it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's going to be like, I think it's going to be 2-1. Atalanta? Atalanta. Oof. And they're gonna, two away goals? Two away goals, oh. and they're going to win. I feel like Duval Zapata is he's gonna get because he was playing well and I think he's since he got he hurt played great he played great leg, in the first leg so I think hurt, yeah. so I think he's gonna come back be more motivated than ever to win to prove that he's worth you know his value and I yeah. think he's gonna score you know he's just gonna prove it to good, everyone good. and he's gonna you know carry Atalanta on his back I hope he does I hope he does as well because <laughs> we hate Madrid but <laughs> yes we move on so the second game that's happening today which is Man City versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. So here's some insight for the listeners. So Man City are undefeated in their last five games against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mm. Uh, Gladbach have previously... Yeah, my bad. So Gladbach, when they faced Man City, ended... Um, hold up. This is very confusing from what I'm reading, but I'm just going <laughs> to skip that. So since losing three consecutive home games in the competition in Man City, when they've lost at home, since they lost the last three at home, uh, Man City have won 11, 10 of their last 11 at home. Wow. Which is crazy. Um, so Gladbach have never previously won away from away to English opponents in any European competitions. Jeez. And uh, Pep Guardiola's first game in charge of Man City was 4-0. In the Champions League, was a 4-0 victory at home Oof. to Borussia Mönchengladbach. Wow. So... Uh, Man City has the aggregate advantage 2-0 so I'm 
Man City, they just look dominant. I don't yeah. see any team, you know, they're just like, they came back with a vengeance, beats uh, Southampton 5-2, and they beat Fulham 3-0. I think it's going to be a, a whitewash. I think it's going to be 2-0, Man I get another 2-0, Man yeah. City. I'm going to give a 3-0 for Man City. Gladbuck's not in good form. Man City's killing it, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, give Man City a little 3-0 win. Okay. At home. I see it. I see it. All right. Now, on to the tomorrow's games, which are uh, Bayern versus Lazio. Bayern playing at this home. This one's going to be good. This one's going to be fantastic. <laughs> 4-1 aggregate to Bayern Munich. I wonder what can happen. Right. So, here's some facts. Bayern Munich have hosted Lazio for the first time in European competition. So, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Italian sides have lost each of the last four away games when they visited Bayern Munich. Um, since Hansi Flick took charge of the club, Bayern have won six home games in the Champions League by an aggregate score of 18-3. to That is crazy. Uh, Lazio have only won one of the last 15 <laughs> away games in the Champions League. And no side in European history European UEFA you know, European Cup or UEFA Champions League history have ever progressed from the knockout tie after losing the first leg by three goals or more. Remontada time for Lazio. <laughs> Barca couldn't do it against PSG. They had to do it against Bayern Munich. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Bayern Munich. What can we say? I'm gonna guess three uh, 0 Bayern. Yeah. yeah, I can see that too. I'll go. Just took the three. I'll take a four. A four nil win. Sorry, geez. I'll give it a four one. I'll do the same thing that, that happened the first okay. day. I'll give it a four one. I'll give it a four one. We'll give uh, Lazio a little bit of a Lazio because in the first leg, Lazio didn't do too bad. They actually played well. They just got in their own way. Yeah. The reason just... that I think it was like three of the goals that, or at least two of them that Bayern scored in the first leg yeah, were defensive errors exactly. from, from Lazio. So they literally got in their own way. Exactly. But it's also different, you know, playing away from home. You're playing is playing in Bayern. Yeah, even if it's no fan, just the fact of the away goal, uh, away goal rule, it's just tough, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, but I'm gonna go with another four-one win. Okay. Bayern to Lazio. Okay. All right. And the last game, which is the most interesting game, mm-hmm. which is Chelsea versus Atletico Madrid. Chelsea with a one-nil aggregate. Dun, 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 dun. So we'll see how this goes. Here's some facts for the listeners. So Chelsea have won one of their last three home matches against Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. So they've won one, drawn one, and lost one. Um, Atletico Madrid have lost three Champions League games against Cha- against Chelsea, which is crazy. Um, in their history in European competitions, Chelsea have never been eliminated in a two-leg knockout tie after winning the first leg away from home, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, at, so next up, uh, Diego Simeone, under Diego Simeone, Atletico Madrid are unbeaten in each of their last two Champions League games at Stamford Bridge. Mm. So that's the little, little tie up there. And lastly, Atletico Madrid have a 50% progression rate in UEFA Champions League or European Cup after losing the first leg of the knockout ties. Okay. So <sighs> I say. So, we obviously know Athletic Madrid has to come out offensive. They yeah. can't play the same way they played at home because they got absolutely smoked. Yeah. So, I say, and they didn't do too well on the weekend. Chelsea obviously didn't do too well tying a lead. Mm-hmm. So, you have two teams who tied 0-0 on the weekend. It's interesting, too, is both teams are, are defensively and, 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 you know, and their midfield are, are, are fine. It's them in the final third. They're having issues with that. Exactly. So, so, in my opinion, I prefer. In my opinion, I prefer Atletico Madrid's strike force a little bit better sure. than Chelsea's. Yeah. In my opinion, I say it's gonna be Atletico Madrid's gonna school. It's gonna be one nil Atletico Madrid, and I think Atletico Madrid is gonna win it in extra time. Okay. I'd say it's gonna be tight. I think it's gonna be a good game. Okay. What you got? So you're saying two one, two one, and then two one. Okay. Oh. Wow. So one nil. Oh, one nil. One nil, and then two. Okay. And then you're gonna score one in extra time. All right. I'm gonna go with the same scoreline, two nil, but I'm gonna say it's gonna be resolved within the ninety minutes, no extra time. Okay. 
Suarez with the brace. Suarez with the Luisito. brace. So Suarez is gonna carry Atletico Madrid to the next round. Yeah, he's gonna have a better uh, run with the Champions League in uh, in terms of his away goals than he did with Barca. So yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree. But hey, you never know. Yeah, you never know. We'll see what gonna, happens. We'll see what happens. Game be, starts soon today, and they then do start uh, soon tomorrow. Two yeah. More, so. Yeah, it's gonna be lovely. We're excited to you know watch them and you know, do all the jazz. Yeah, do all that. It's gonna be nice to dissect these games because I'm I'm gonna love every second of it. No, oh, it's the best time of the year. Best time of the year. Champions League. Exactly. Gotta but, love it. Gotta love it. But that is the end of the podcast episode today. Chris, any final words you want to say to the listeners? Anything like that? Uh, viva la champions and. As always, KTP baby. KTP baby. We love y'all. Stay safe. Check out our Instagram, Karen's and Tertiary's Podcast. Show support to the boys. We love y'all. Mm-hmm. And peace. Peace out.